second episode. It's the second one. I can't believe we're here. Happy birthday to <laughs> you. Happy Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not going to sing because no one's going to like that. No, I think it's great. But thank you for the gesture. Um, This is a really special episode. It is. Tori turns 38 tomorrow when this comes out. I do. She's leaving her 20s. And I think this is a saying goodbye. Relatable time for people. Yeah. I, I don't mean, feel super emotional about it. Yeah. I'm excited for this episode. I know you're super thrilled because like I'm just I love birthdays. <laughs> and I'm excited that you're turning 30. Thanks. You're coming to the other side. Yeah. I've been here for two years. Welcome. Oh, thank you. I mean, I'm not there yet, so hold your horses. I mean, basically. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um we're gonna talk all things 30, yep. turning 30, leaving your 20s. We're gonna talk about how you feel. I wrote a letter to myself. I love it. We're going to read that. And we're well, that's myself it. to my 20s. I wrote a letter to my 20s. <laughs> okay. It's perfect. super like woo-woo, but you know what? I'm ready to hear it. Okay. And I'll probably cry. I might cry. So this is an episode. This is like a trigger warning. <laughs> you might cry. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. I probably will. Um, I cry everything, so I will cry. Maybe we'll put some like emotional music behind my letter because I think that'll make it far across. The- okay, <laughs> I'm singing too much. No, I love it. Do your thing. Okay, I can't sing. Before we get into that, though, yeah, do we want to talk about our new segment that we're going to be doing? Yeah. So I was just thinking the other day that would be really fun because Chanel and I are coming from a real place just to do some real reviews of things that are trending on the internet or on TikTok or Instagram, things that friends have been talking about and just, you know, things that we find interesting and want to give a try. Yes. Love it. So because Starbucks came out with their seasonal products recently and we're just getting into the Christmassy spirit, we thought it'd be fun to try some of their products. Um, they're, they're, what are they called? Like seasonal specials? Holiday drinks. Holiday drinks. <laughs> <laughs> so we tried their holiday drinks and, um, do you want to go first with which one you tried? We tried different ones. I tried the caramel brulee latte mm-hmm. and I got so I asked her if it's sweet because I don't really like sweet mm-hmm. drinks or coffee. And um, I said, is it sweet? She said, yes. And I got two pumps instead of Me the... Too. Oh, my God. <laughs> but for a Instead drink. of the normal five. Oh, wait. Um, there's five pumps in that? Yeah. I said, how many is there normally? She said five. That's a lot of That's sugar. That's a lot. I know. So she said, do like two, two and a half. So I, got, I mean, I'm not judging. If you like your coffee yeah, sweet, no, drink it. Totally. But like, you do you. That's a lot but it's a lot. <laughs> so I... Got the caramel brulee latte and it was actually really good. I didn't try it. Can you describe it to me? Because maybe I'll get it next time. It So it kind of just tastes like a latte with cinnamon and vanilla. Mm. Like it didn't, like it didn't taste like caramel, like creme, creme brulee. Oh, is it creme brulee? I think I'm looking at the le- the, <laughs> the um, website right now and it says caramel brulee yeah, latte. that's what I got. Okay. So did it taste more caramelly? I didn't really taste that much caramel. It tasted it more with- vanilla to me. What milk did you get it with? Oat milk. Oat milk. Okay. Yeah. I'm sometimes lactose intolerant. Would you recommend or get it again? I would recommend and get it again. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I liked it. I would definitely get it again. It's like $7. So, you know, <laughs> once a month. But Yeah. <laughs> but it was really good. And it was a treat. It was a treat. And I got it hot. I don't even know if you can get it iced. I'm sure you could. And it comes with whipped cream, but I didn't get whipped cream. Oh, that was going to be my next question because I, when I was looking at the menu when we decided to try these out, I was like, oh, I don't want one with whipped cream. And I was curious if you were going to get it or not. No, I didn't get whipped. I can't really have dairy, so uh, I pick and choose when I have it. Okay, that makes sense. But So you would get it again? I would get it again. I recommend. That's great. Which one did you get? I got the sugar cookie almond milk latte. Wow. Yeah. 
I don't know. <laughs> I, I like it. I was, it was one of those like weird days where it was kind of warm out. You know, it wasn't. Oh, it was like a random 60 degree day. Yeah. And I was like, I can't, I don't want to do something warm right now, but like I wanted something iced and I, I like almond milk lattes. I don't, I'm not a latte person. Oh, wait, it was iced? Yeah. Oh. I don't like, I don't like, I'm not a latte person. Like it's just too heavy for me. Oh, I love lattes. Like I like a coffee. Like I'm a coffee person. Yeah. So like. Do you like black coffee? Mm, I, you know what? I went through this phase when I was in college and I was like, I like black coffee. And then. Sounds really hard of you. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> it was super intense. And then it was just because I had an eating disorder that okay. I didn't want to put milk in it. Okay. So we can talk about that another time. But so this sugar cookie almond milk latte, I did the same. Um, I only got two pumps of the sugar cookie stuff because I don't like things too sweet. Like I like a little like it's a hint of sweetness. And I love this. It tasted like a sugar cookie. Really? Yes. I was all about I would totally get it again. Like shortbread kind of? Sugar cookie. Like I can't think so of it. So shortbread's like not as sweet. Like a sugar cookie is like, I mean, sugary. I was pleasantly surprised. And then I thought it was hilarious today when I saw Starbucks posted because I follow Starbucks. You follow Starbucks on Instagram? I do. I don't know why. Do they post good content? I don't know. This was like literally, I'm not even kidding. This was like the first time I've ever seen a Starbucks post in my feed. Oh, that's funny. They must have been like listening to me. But it was like what you should drink based on your signs for the holiday. It was like like they did a drink and then a snack. And I thought it was so funny because yours was... Caramel brulee latte. It was Libra caramel brulee latte. Yeah. And Sagittarius. And mine was the um, sugar cookie almond milk latte. What are the chances? It was dead on. So then um, I actually like, I was, I was talking to Misha was like, this is crazy. I mean, again, with the astrology, <laughs> like you guys know me. And then I swiped over to see cancer because he's a cancer and his was the peppermint mocha. And he was like, yep, that's a hundred percent what I would get. It's Honestly, a Starbucks. Your um, astrologer's great. <laughs> Who's your astrologer? And can we have them? Can we, the, can can we they please come on the show? <laughs> I love it. It was so good. So I'm, I'm excited to try your, um, your version. What was it called? Caramel brulee latte. Yeah. And I think you might like mine if you like something iced. I do like iced when it's like hot out, but yeah. I feel like we've we've left that threshold. Are you a pumpkin spice person? No. I so here's my here's my little secret. Ooh, and you... I learned this while working. Okay. Is you get a cafe misto and you put two pumps of pumpkin spice in it. And it's like a light version of a pumpkin spice latte because half of it's like steamed milk and then the rest is coffee. So it's a cafe misto. It's so half of it is steamed milk. Oh, it's steamed milk. Yeah. It's steamed milk. Do you get regular milk? I, you can get whatever you want. Like I've gotten oat milk. I've gotten coconut milk. I've gotten regular milk. Like you can do whatever you want, but then the, the two pumps like make it taste special. And it's like a, it's almost like it's, it's a fancier coffee, but not as like heavy as a latte. And Okay, so I saw this on TikTok too, where, and I've been doing this for years. So I was like so happy when I saw someone else doing it. Is that if you go into the Starbucks reward app and you do a cafe misto, it's um, it's like only fifty stars to get this drink, and it tastes it's like a treat, but like Wait, oh, like only fifty stars of your rewards. Why? Because it's it's considered a hot coffee, so it's not like a latte. So if you're like trying to get some like extra seasonal flavor into your morning coffee like this is a super easy way that's good because I I only get lattes because I so admittedly I really don't like the taste of coffee 
I think, don't? No. I oh think it's God. bitter. I don't I love like it. I like a chai, though. I love a chai. I love a latte. A vanilla latte. I'll drink regular coffee, like, if I have to. Yeah. But this cafe miso thing, I feel like Too I might be heavy. into it. No, I feel like oh. I might be into it. Okay. If there's steamed milk involved, I feel like... We should try it on the next one, the real review. Yeah. Do people want to hear us trying coffee? They might. Again. I mean, like, let us know. <laughs> so maybe we'll post in stories. and Or like, maybe a beauty product. A beauty product. That's a good point. We want to talk about other things. So please email us or, like, DM us or send, like, just send <laughs> things to us that like, you're like, hey, this girl was posting about this or this guy said this was a good recipe. Like, please just send it to us. And we're going to try it and we're going to give you our real review. Yeah, because I need some good holiday recipes, too. Like, cooking. Do you make... Do you make stuff for the holidays? Um, I feel yeah. like I just asked you what you made for Thanksgiving and you said nothing. It's different for Christmas. <laughs> okay, Christmas I mean, so I usually I make like this corn pudding situation. Oh, that sounds good. Which um, one of our old, old co-workers used to make and yeah. I like kind of adopted it and found a different recipe I like. Oh. Like cornbread pudding yeah, or something. Interesting. Yeah, But I didn't make it this year. For Christmas, my mom and I make like a ton of cookies because we're Italian. Like if there's cookie recipes. I'm more of like a baker. Okay. Yeah, are you a more of a cook i just have one thing that i make every year for for each holiday yeah like for thanksgiving i make sweet potatoes do you make candied sweet potatoes candied sweet potatoes i've never had them <gasps> i have them in the fridge Wait, do you want to try them before you leave is this a real review on <laughs> no don't try them right review. now they're okay. cold yeah okay no nope. <laughs> i can heat some up for you before you leave and okay, you can try maybe. It. okay oh exciting yeah and you're a vegetarian too so they're vegetarian friendly oh perfect just for you. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into the real stuff about <laughs> my birthday. Your birthday. <laughs> Starbucks threw us off track. Um, and you get a birthday drink from Starbucks. Do they do birthday drinks? Yeah. You get a free drink on your birthday. It used to be that you get a free drink during your birthday month, I think. And now it's just like a day. A day. Yeah. Which it was kind of a bummer. Because then I'm like, a I missed is it. a long time. <laughs> like maybe I wanted to, you know, I just was busy. But anyways. Okay. Back yeah. to your birthday tomorrow. <sighs> the reason I'm here today. Oh, the, this is the sole reason. <laughs> Chanel just came to I'm talk only about here to talk about your birthday. Yeah. Okay. So you're leaving your 20s, mm-hmm. obviously. How are you feeling? You know, I feel like I haven't really thought about it yet. Like I've thought about it because I like, obviously it's been on my mind and it's just a weird thing because I, I, I feel, I almost feel like people make it a bigger deal than it is. Like, it's not like you become a whole different person tomorrow when I wake up, I'm going to be like, Oh, this is a whole different Tory. Like I'm going to be the same, but I do think looking back, I recognize how I've changed in the past decade. That's a long time. Like very long time. You know, I'm, how did you feel when you woke up? Like, and we're 30. I agree Magically with you. 30. <laughs> I felt the same. I think it was like a dooming like age in my 20s. Why do people think I don't 30 know. is like I know. old? I don't know. I, do I truly don't from, think like, it is. A long time ago when like women were supposed to have babies like when they were like 18. Yeah, maybe. It's like, a, yeah, maybe. And they were like a spinster by 30. Yeah, because when I was in my 20s, I was like scared to turn 30. I was like, oh my God. Am I supposed to have X, Y, and Z figured out? Am I supposed to be in this place? Mm-hmm. But honestly, I turned 30 and I was like, I feel the same. So I agree with you. Like, yeah. you're not going to be a different person. Probably also, like, because we're in New York area, like the yeah. Northeast. I want, I'm want. i very curious to understand what it would be like the perception of someone in, like South or like, an, you know, a different country even just to say, like, what is turning 30 mean to you yeah new york is definitely different it's like a different atmosphere and environment um but i do feel like in a way like turning 30 like 
changed my mindset on a lot of things. Could have been because it was a pandemic also. Like I turned 30 in the height of COVID. I remember. I was so nervous about coming to your birthday because I was like, yeah. what if I get COVID? And I was living with my parents. Legit. And like, it was crazy. Like, it's one of those moments you want to celebrate. And it was fun. Like I had so much fun coming. It was an outdoor birthday. brunch. Yeah. <laughs> it was on the, it was when it was like kind of dying down, but like people were still weary, which yeah. is understandable. So I did like a small intimate brunch outside. But I think that like I calmed down a lot in my 30s. Do you think it was because you it, you turned 30 or is it because of the pandemic? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Yeah. I will never know. Honestly. I know. <laughs> because like let's just think about where we left each other before the pandemic. I okay. mean, and this podcast isn't about to like – where were you when the pon- when the pandemic <laughs> happened? It's like it's just because a lot of our we're big moments up, happened yeah. during the pandemic. Yeah. So like I was 2020, how old was I? I was 27? Yeah. I was 29. Okay. And so you were just about to turn 30. Yeah. And like I left and like I was really looking forward to the end of my 20s like kind of just yeah closing them out going out having fun and I saw what you did in your like t- late 20s you had a lot of fun because you were with me obviously <laughs> oh okay <laughs> but like I always looked up to you in that way where I was like oh Chanel like it was kind of like you were like no, oh Chanel's like- in her late 20s and still going yeah out. <laughs> like it was so silly I was just like oh turning 30 doesn't need to mean this yeah. you know you're kind of like I it's more about your attitude and how you treat life like and I think a lot of our friends and family would say like in your and I say this all the time in my mind you're always 21 like I didn't know when you were 21 but you bring that like lively youthfulness to you but you can carry that with you wherever you are I know and I hate that like it's always become a thing that like oh you're turning 30 Mm -hmm. um it's this whole life-changing thing oh like you're so old like I don't want this you're not even so old I know no that's what I'm saying I know I don't want that to be the conversation I don't think that should be in the conversation I think when people turn 30 they're still young they're still lively they're still full of life and it's like everyone just feels this like daunting feeling when they turn 30 and like oh my god I'm gonna be 30 like what have I accomplished what have I done it's like and I was watching this TikTok actually today Uh and it was this guy talking about um turning 30 and um you know who he was no, I don't. Oh, but um, he did a stitch with another guy who was like, oh, do I look 30? Like, I'm turning 30 tomorrow. And the guy came on and he's like, well, no. Like, what is 30 supposed to look like? And yeah. he was like, I think we just grew up in a culture of like Forbes, 30 under 30. And like, what have you accomplished? And like. That's so true. So yeah. much pressure. So like, much and pressure. I like, feel like 30 under 30 makes you think that you're not achieving things in life. Yeah. You're like, I didn't do anything to it's great and i'm not trying to Forbes. mean like other people's compliments uh, compliments uh, accomplishments <laughs> i'm not trying to demean anyone's accomplishments but um it just makes you feel like what you're achieving isn't enough what else are you achieving in your 30s that like maybe isn't recogn- like it, that's just american culture i think is where like your self-worth is a lot about your job and where you've come in society like there's so much more to life happening yeah yeah and I like I'd like to talk about that in this episode about like you know what happened in my twenties and like it's Tori's thirties under thirties. <laughs> Tori's thirty under 30. yeah, yeah. So oh my let's god, thirty. A little bit about your twenties because there's just like one more point I want to make. Okay, yeah, okay. go ahead. So, <laughs> when you said like you know I think that out that outlook of when you're thinking thirty is old, then that sets you up for the rest of your life when you're like oh forties old, fifties old, like. No, you could be 65 and still feel young. Like you, I think, and I've seen this because like my grandma's 102, like 
Oh my God. Right. And she like, she acknowledged that she was an older woman, but like her mindset was like, I can do this. I'm healthy, whatever. Like with that attitude, I think it makes a big difference in your life and how you approach things. I love that. Yeah. I think no matter your age, whether you're 30, whether you're 40, I think you should just, yeah, just do you do what makes you happy. And like, don't worry about the number. Okay. So talking about feeling pressure in your thirties, do you feel any pressure on turning 30? I don't right now. I think when I was younger, I definitely pressured myself into thinking, where would I be when I turned 30? And that picture, I will tell you that like, I thought by 27, I remember this, I was like laying in my childhood bedroom where I was like, I think by 27, I'll have a kid. And I'm like, looking back and thinking of where we were at 27 <laughs> at Gem Saloon. we were at Gem Saloon. we were at 310 bowery we were bopping around going to bars having fun late night pizza and like you know i'm i'm not going like i don't feel the pressure that i didn't achieve that where i thought i would be because i i i had so much fun and i lived my life to where i'm okay now like i'm i didn't i didn't feel pressure and i you know i think when you think back on what you achieved by turning 30 like I achieved a lot and it's like looking back right now it's like damn and I this kind of comes up in my letter to myself like your 20s and I know everyone says it like they're formative years and you do do so much so it's just like you feel a lot of pressure in your 20s but I don't think you feel as much pressure when you turn 30. So you think all the pressure is when you're in your 20s and then once you turn 30, it's like pressure's gone. I don't know. Like, yeah. I still feel pressure. Like, I'm I'm not married. Like, I don't have kids. I, yeah. Am I where I want to be in my career? I don't know. But, like, I think I'm learning that that pressure was, like, what am I going to achieve in my 20s and figure, like, so much more than, like, like what you're going to figure what out. What I'm going to do in my 30. 30. Yeah. yeah. And then I, once you turn 30, it's kind of like, okay, well, this is what I did. And now I'm going to continue doing the same thing I was doing. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like you're setting all these like goals by a certain time. And that's not realistic. And the time comes. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well, I can still achieve the goals. Yeah. Like, the, the time came. I didn't do certain things that I thought I was going to do. Doesn't mean that you're not going to have children or get married. No. Why do like, we obviously love you're going to do that time frame? like why I don't know you know I'm just like in general like I'm just asking in general like why do we feel as like humans that we need a time frame to do things like I guess you want to like have benchmarks and know what your goals are and blah 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 but like it just adds so much unnecessary pressure on people yeah I agree and I think that like you were saying before it doesn't need to be by a certain age doesn't need to be it can be by like 40 50 like if that means that that's the right time for you to find yourself in your career, then that's the right time to find 100%. yourself in your career. Like, and this goes back to like us even doing the podcast. Like we didn't feel like the time was right in our twenties. Like looking back, had we done it sooner, who knows what would have happened. You just have to take the time like as you're going through it and recognizing like where you are, what you want to do right now. And mm-hmm. then it will, I think pay off later. Yeah. As you go on. What's appropriate for you at the time. Yeah. Like just because for you, at 27, you weren't ready to have a kid doesn't mean that someone else at 27 wasn't ready to have a kid. Yeah. That's just how you were going through your 20s. And the reason why I wanted, like, I thought 27 was a good number was because, like, my parents got married when they were in their 30s. 
And like my mom had me when she was in her thirties and I like, I love, oh my gosh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I love my parents so much. And I was just like, I want more time. If I have a family, I want more time with them. But like, it doesn't mean that you can't have the most time with them. You just you do what's right for your family. And like looking back and having conversations with my mom when she was in her thirties, she was like doing her career. My dad was in law school. Like that's, they were living their lives and they were doing, achieving their goals and what they wanted out of life before they got married. And, you know, like that's kind of like that standard that I had was like, you didn't have to get married when you were in your twenties and have kids and everything. It was like, you achieve what you want to achieve. And then when you feel like the time is right to get married or have kids, like you do that. And so like, I did have that influence on me, which I think was really good because I didn't feel that pressure of like, oh my God, my mom was married at 26. I'm not married, you know? Yeah. I think there's like obviously some people who just are ready and, mm-hmm. you know, 26 comes along and they're like, I feel ready. I've met the person that I want to marry. I think this is the totally. correct next step. I think after this, like kids or whatever it is for them. But I think like you have to introspectively look and be like, is this right for me? Right. Like you can't force it. Like if you're with someone and you don't feel like, even if you've been with someone for like five, six, seven, eight years, whatever the case is at 28, you can't be like, I'm turning 30. I need to get married. Yeah. You can't be like, I'm turning 30. Like I need to get married and have kids. Like if it doesn't feel right for you in the moment and you still feel like you want to go to gem saloon and have 3am cab rides with pizza, like do that. Like, or if you want to like, you know, change your careers. Do yeah. That. Yeah. Like I don't, I feel like it shouldn't be about the number. It should just be about how you're feeling in the moment and like, totally. just go with what feels right for you and stop looking out. I feel like the pressure never ends. Honestly. I feel like when you're single, everyone's like, when are you getting a boyfriend? And then you get a boyfriend. It's like, when are you getting engaged? And then you get engaged. And it's like, when are you getting married? It's like, the pressure never ends. It doesn't matter your so age. So it doesn't at matter. That point. Yeah, it doesn't matter your age. And then it's like, matter. when are you going to retire? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, wait I'm like, I tomorrow. Was, yeah. <laughs> that will, the pressure to retire, please. Yeah. But no, that's so true. I feel like it never ends. So honestly, just do what feels right for you because mm-hmm. it just keeps, it keeps going. So you have to, it's just life. Yeah, you have to just do what feels right. And ages, what your age is shouldn't be a pressure. Exactly exactly yeah okay so looking forward what are you excited about what are you looking forward to are there any things on your 30s bucket list I think what I'm looking forward to is like I'm definitely in a more mature point in my career so like seeing where that takes me is it like you know I went from being an assistant to a coordinator to um an associate manager uh, sorry assistant manager and now I'm in a manager role and like just seeing how my career progresses um and now I'm like in a healthy relationship that I value and I'm very curious to see how that grows and I feel like the the outlooks of love and what a partner means have changed a little bit so I'm like very curious to see how that change that grows not changes but grows um and yeah I just like I mean how does Mitch again Mitch is my age, but he's six months younger than me. So he turns 30 in June. Oh my gosh. He hasn't turned 30 either. Yeah. But Mitch is like that same person that's like forever young. You know, like I've been saying like I'm going to thrive in my 40s since I was like (laughs) 22. 22. (laughs) I just feel it. I, you know what? I feel like I'm, that's when I know. But um, yeah. So I think the 30s is just exciting and it's nice to know like, growing with people and that's like something I'm looking forward to seeing is like how I continue to grow with friends and family and like this is a growing period like my brother's getting married and um, my other brother like is finding out his career so I just I get excited about seeing how what's happening for other people during this time too you're like celebrating you but also everybody else around you kind yeah (laughs) I am wait are you so you're the middle what no you're the the oldest oldest yeah 
Right. Okay. So yeah. it's me. And I always think Dan's oldest for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. It's the beard. <laughs> it's if I could beard. grow a beard, you would think I was older too. <laughs> so do you feel like being the oldest has like had its challenges, had its like. Yeah. I think in my 20s. I mean, I'm also the only girl. Right. So there, that's a whole different ball game too yeah. is like, you know, I'm the oldest. I'm a girl. Um, it's just figuring out what your path is. And like, I've had to figure that out because I like didn't have an older sister, didn't have an older brother or whatever. And like, that's definitely been impactful on my life is like leading that kind of charge. But I don't know. Like, I think we're very different. And like, how much younger is Dan from you? He's two years younger and then Pat's six years younger. Okay. So Dan and I are closest in age. Um, and, but we're both Sagittarius. Oh my God. When's Sagittarii. He's uh, in November. He was a few days ago. And Happy birthday, Dan. <laughs> Happy, we went to a bar and did karaoke. It was so much oh, that's fun. So fun. What's and your karaoke song? Mine. Um, I did Stacy's Mom. <gasps> Good one. Yeah. And Mitch had to help me because I was a little nervous. Oh, you like didn't want to sing? I didn't want to sing. What? And was then that I the only a- song you did? No, and then I did, like, another song with Melissa, my best friend, yeah. and, like, we had fun, and she's actually really good at karaoke, I, and I'm surprised, because she's, like, usually shy, too, so she got up there and just started singing, and I was like, you go, girl. Something about the microphone when you're up there just takes over. But it was funny, because I was thinking when I was up there, I was like, how come I'm so comfortable at the podcast speaking, but I'm not, <laughs> like, I got up there, and I was literally, like, my hands were, I was like, what do I do with my hands? Well, it's because people are staring at you. Yeah, I mean, they were all drinking. Right now, it's just but... me in our kitchen. Yeah, it's my true. kitchen. It makes me feel our, very... Our our kitchen, our, this is our kitchen studio. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, so we had fun for his birthday. and um, But I think as an older sister, too, it's given me perspective on how to help my brothers. Like, everyone's on their own journey. But with, this, with the six-year difference, too, I feel like I'm able to give more advice to my younger brother. Um, just because he's in his early twenties or like mid twenties. And like now I'm like, he comes to me and asks me for advice and what do you, and I can definitely like, I feel, I feel good knowing that like, I can be like, Hey, I went through this too. If like, if he's feeling a certain way, I could say like, yeah, I, I, I experienced that type of heartache or I experienced that type of struggle at work or whatever. And like, this is what I did. It might not help you. It might, it might, but like, this is what I did if take it or leave it, you know, and I think that's applicable to anyone. And it's just being able to have those conversations with people older or younger, whatever it is. I like that he had you to come to. Yeah. Um, I think that's like really special because not a lot of people have an older sibling. Like you said, like mm-hmm. you didn't. So who did you go to or how did you figure things out? Like as you were growing up? Uh, definitely just talk to my mom. <laughs> and yeah like my mom was my biggest resource and friends and you know um yeah that's a really hard question like who did you talk to I read a lot of magazines magazines yeah oh my god (laughs) 17 magazine girls life ym 17 magazine what was ym you never read ym what was ym oh my god is this me (laughs) me being older than you right now I mean my what a few years what was ym but maybe it was a significant year it was like a it was like a 17 Mm. I don't know it was like very like girly and like advice they had the questions columns that I would always read and I was close to my mom too but I also had my older brother oh that's true so how did that how did what was it like having an older brother he we have a big age gap he's 12 years older than me oh wow so it's it was it was interesting because like we didn't live in the same house so like Mm -hmm. I kind of grew up with just me and my mom but he was there for like big life things like okay he was always there for like traveling and 
when I was going to college, he like helped me with my college app, like all that kind oh, of that's stuff. Nice. So it was nice to have him for those big moments. Yeah. Um, but we just didn't grow up in the same house. Yeah. Oh, that's so you had like someone looking. You had someone to go to. Yeah, yeah. I had like a go to, but it's also different. Like having a brother who's twelve years older. Oh, boys so are just different. That's why I had to read YM. Yeah. <laughs> questions columns. You um, and this is like to a specific demographic or like generation. Do you remember the American Girl? Like the American Girl doll book? No, oh. like it was like you. I think it was called American Girl doll. You and it like no. told you about your hair and puberty and like all of these things. Oh my god, I remember I got it for my birthday from like one of my family friends. Um, it was from Amanda's. I mean, Amanda gave it to me, but it was like her mom obviously bought it. Um, and I feel like that was like your kind of guide to like becoming a woman. I just remember I got it for one of my birthdays and it was like everyone got it. Yeah. Like, but it's just so funny. Like I feel like kids now can look things up and they can Google, they can research, they yeah. can we do more like than magazines. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like the internet was like a thing kind of. It was, but it was a scary place. Yeah. It, it was wasn't like... as it wasn't as available as it is now. Yeah. You just go on TikTok now and it's you can find a question. I know. And that's really helpful. Or you can find a podcast. Like or you can find a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you're looking forward to a lot in your 30s. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for you. What are you doing for your birthday? I'm having a party with some of my family and friends. And we're, that's all I wanted to do was just to get my family and friends together and just celebrate. I feel like because of the pandemic, we haven't had like time to really come together as friends and family and like everyone's lives have just been in so many places since the pandemic trying to like catch up. So I just wanted to like get people together and like have some drinks and food and hang out. Love it. I'll be there. Yeah. You'll be there. What are you wearing? Um, my mom made a theme. So I might throw post a throwback picture of what I'm like what the inspo is for can oh, I the baby it? Tori picture? Can I post it on Instagram? Yeah, post baby Tori. Okay, She's so <laughs> that's the inspo for the party. I mean... It was your dance costume when you were, It was my like dance seven. costume when I was, like... No, I was maybe, maybe like, five. I don't know. When I was a kid. I don't know how old... I don't know. <laughs> old kids, kids are. <laughs> it's like you know when someone's 30, but you don't know any age after. You're like, is that a 12-year-old? One to is 12 16, is 18, yeah. blurry for me. <laughs> you have no idea. But, yeah, so that's that's the party, and we're just going to have some food, drinks. It's a it's a dog-friendly bar. Um, oh, are you bringing Rhodey? Yeah. Oh, my God. Schmitty's in Hoboken. Amazing. I'm so happy Rhodey can celebrate with the Rhodey Boats is going to be there. I picked it because he can come oh you were like i need dog friendly because roadie needs to be yeah (laughs) i just you know what hoboken's worked out so lovely for me because i can just bring him yeah there's so many dog friendly places there yeah it makes it makes life more enjoyable those were not the type of hoboken places i went to no in my 20s (laughs) yeah no i mean i can imagine which hoboken places you went to in your 20s i see them I know people that go to them. I know. I pass by now at like nine o'clock at night and I'm like going over to your your apartment to work on stuff. So I feel like now is a good time for you to read your letter to your 20s. Oh, okay. I want to add some music over this because I feel like it will make it more emotional. Are you putting music on? No, not right now. Okay. But I'm just, you know. In the editing. In the editing. (laughs) I don't know how this is going to (laughs) to be. Okay. But I just like, you know, I thought it would be a nice exercise because like a lot happened and. I think it's important. I'm excited to hear it. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready. Everyone's ready. I also like, I love writing. Yeah. So like. This is a good exercise. Yeah. And I haven't really published any of my writing. Like I haven't. This is you shared, publishing your writing. Yeah, in spoken form. 
I haven't shared any writing since college. Wow. That's a long time. I know. So this is kind of like a, a big moment. Thank you for joining me here. I love it. Okay. Let's do it. Dear 20s, you are a decade that made me the woman I am today writing this letter. During this time, I got to know myself. I entered this chapter as a college student, unsure of so many things. Who and what would I become? Where would I live? And would I be able to support myself? Who would be there to support me? Would I find love? And so on. And now, so many of those unknowns have been answered. These 3,650 days have each taught me something valuable that I will continue to take with me into my 30s. Not to be cliche, but there were good times and there were bad times and there were times that were just that time. But looking back, this decade was a pivotal part of my life. I found my career. I moved throughout New York City. I faced challenges that made me look inward and towards unresolved issues. I changed jobs. I traveled new places. I had difficult conversations with family and friends. I loved so hard and lost. I had people enter my life during this time, and I had people leave my life too. I had late nights out and early mornings on trains home to my family. It was a journey through and through. So, dear 20s, although it feels like you came and went quickly, it's time. I'm not as unsure of myself now as I was at 20. I know who I became and who I am becoming. I know where I live doesn't matter as much as who lives with me in my heart and at home. I know how to support myself and to surround myself with people who are willing to support me. And I know I found love. Love that has always been there. Love that is new and love for myself. So thank you. Love, Tori. Oh my God. (laughs) That was beautiful. Thank you. I love that tour. Maybe I'll post it on the Instagram. I think that that was so beautiful. Thanks. That's so good. I just feel like you hit on everything that people are thinking in their 20s. You know? Thank you. Am I going to find love? Am I going to Dude, it feels like a a cliche movie, but it's so true. I started crying when I was writing I was just going to say, like, what brought you to this place? Like, how did you, how did you write this? Did you go into a mental space or think back to certain memories? So I have been doing this program called the Mind Body Revival Project. And like, during this program, you do a lot of free writing. And um, I put some music on. And I just like kind of treated this as like a prompt. And um, I think I just like, was like, okay, this is a letter to my 30s. I mean, to my 20s, excuse me. This is a letter to my 20s. It's I'm already like, 40. Just thinking about like, and it took a few seconds. Like I had to actually think and get in the zone. And then I was just like, okay, why am I writing this? And it kind of just flew out from there. I think it's perfect. Thanks. I do too. all the points. Without, I think it was like beautiful. Like, and as someone that knows me, yeah. does that sound right? Yeah. Like, do you feel the same way about your 20s? Did you feel the same way about your 20s? Yeah. I mean, I think obviously <laughs> we have different like perspectives yeah. when you look back just as humans. Like totally. you can look at your 20s and, you know, see different things. But I think what you wrote is like perfect for you. Oh, thanks. Because like, you witnessed the early morning trains to your family. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like you would be out with me until like super late and then like wake up super early to go home to see your family. Like, yeah, that's exactly like who you are. Yeah. And I feel like a big part of what I experienced in my 20s was like just figuring out who I was. And like there were things I just didn't know about myself from like growing up. And it's not like to the fall of anyone, but like. I just learned that I have anxiety and depression in my twenties and that was like huge. And it was not until I had a really bad breakup that I discovered this. And like so many things just like kind of happened in my twenties that like were like a blessing in disguise, I guess you can call it. 
And now it's like, I feel like because of that, I'm a stronger person. I'm a stronger woman. Like there's so much happening in your twenties and you feel, at least I felt like I wouldn't, I didn't know what the answer was going to be. Like, I felt like I was so nervous and like had so many unopened or, uh, unanswered questions like who, what, where, when, how, why. And then Mm -hmm. it's like looking back, I'm like, okay, just think about those things. I came into New York thinking like, would I have a job? Then like we already talked about, like we started working together, like who's going to support me. And like, I had friends that just didn't want to continue friendships and that's okay. But like, it also made room for new friendships that have like helped me and like stood by me and you just learn so many different things. Like even just where you're going to live, like you get to choose that. Yeah. I think you're, you're right. Like you have all these like questions that you just come into and you're just like, I don't know what's going to happen. And sometimes I just remember being like in my mid twenties being like, I just want the answer already. Like I wish I could just like look forward and so like, impatient. Ball. Yeah. So impatient and yeah. just like know what's going to happen. And if I, I, it's funny, like if I would have known it would have worked out this well, I would have enjoyed some of my twenties better. Like Me I feel too. like I would have been in the moment more. So much of it was like, what's going to happen? Where am I going to end up? And like, we still haven't ended up where we're going to end up. Like there's still so much I think you learn that and you're there's more to life than where you are now yeah and that's kind of where that's my biggest takeaway I think honestly from looking into like back on my 20s and into my 30s like there's more life to live you're gonna figure it out you might not know the answer now maybe not tomorrow but like 10 years from now things will make sense yeah I think I've learned to live in the moment a little bit more now oh really and I don't know if it's because like I feel like, like I was saying, like, because I have, I had so many questions and like, I've, I was like, oh, they were answered. I'm like, they will get answered no matter what it is. Like they'll get answered. You'll figure it out. It all falls into place. Honestly, like every time I go through a hardship, I'm hard, hardship. (laughs) Every time I go through hardship, (laughs) every time I go through a hardship, I'm like, it's going to fall into place. Like, like life throws things at you. Like, it does. I mean, life be doing it. <laughs> some of the things I went through in my twenties, yeah, never in a million years would I be like that. I'm gonna go through that, yeah, and I did. And I'm gonna come out on the other side, exactly. Yeah, and you did, and I did, and I think that like in the moment you don't think you are, and knowing that you can go through those things, I think that's what helps you live in the moment a little bit more. And the people you surround yourself with, yeah, the support you have, the support. That's the biggest thing I think I found out in my twenties. And like, I mean, not the biggest, like I found out so much about myself, but like also like that people actually do want to support you, you know? And I mean, outside of family, your family, like my family's always supported me, but it's like the friends who, those friends that continue to show up that continue to like be, I mean, you were really patient with me for so many reasons, like dealing with a friend that has like anxiety or whatever, like, you were supportive of that. You never made me feel less than or like didn't understand or didn't take the time to not think about my position and why I might be thinking that. And that's so important because it makes a difference for me, you know, as a person to know that I have a friend that's willing to invest. And like, I mean, I have a great network of friends that just actually care about you, I think something too is like you have the super superficial friends and then you find out who the real ones are Yeah, where it's like they actually they genuinely care. They're like your family, not just your friends. Yeah. And I think like on the other side of it, like I just think it's so important to not like judge or be quick to place blame or like 
look at things as like a weakness. I think even for me, like I've learned so much from you and you think that I'm like, I'm like being, you know, supportive or understanding, but like even you with like the things that you were dealing with and I was dealing with, like I've learned things from you as well, even in those moments that, you know, we had hardship or you, why can I say that word? Hardship. (laughs) Hardship. (laughs) It's a hard word. Um, so I think no matter what on both sides, like you can learn something. Yeah. Um, It's just taking the time. Yeah. To understand each other Mm -hmm. and to talk about it and to communicate and like no matter what, you can learn something from someone. Totally. And I think just like having, having the ability to listen, you know, that's not a skill that everyone can have. And it's something that's extremely valuable and like letting people talk and letting people just vent sometimes. And, you know, maybe you don't have the answers for them, but sometimes I do that though. (laughs) It's fine. But you know what? You have the resources. It's just knowing the support's huge, especially in your twenties. Like you need a supportive network. And if someone's not going to support you, just reevaluate. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I was upset. Like, I just couldn't fathom, like, why people might not want to stick around or whatever. Like, you date people, you have friends, blah, blah. But that's okay. In the end, like, maybe you're better off. Yeah. Everything happens for a reason. It does. I mean, that's so super cliche, I but, and I feel like that's the, that's the thing is like, these cliches sometimes work. You say cliche funny. Why do I say it? Cliche? Cliche. Is cliche, that how you say it? Cliche? 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 <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it'll be a poll. How do you pronounce cliche? cliche or See, you say cliche. 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 Oh, cliche. Okay. Anyway. All right. Do you want to end um, on... Well, I have a little surprise after this. A surprise? Yeah, it's fine. But <laughs> I do. the last time I had a surprise, I like cried on the floor because like what? my parents threw me a surprise party and I was so thrown off that I like just I didn't know how to react. So I, I wasn't there. Crying. When was this? It was when I turned 21. Oh, OK. So you weren't there. I didn't know you. That's fair. Yeah. Um. Do you want to share your favorite memory from your 20s? From my 20s. Um, it could be it could be anything, small, big. It can be with me. Oh my god. It could just be going to <laughs> 310 Bari and eating pizza with me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my favorite memory with you is, you know, we would have some fun going out at night and <laughs> we would have some fun going. Out. It was fun. I mean, I can sometimes I look back I'm like, who were we going out that late? And I like know. I'm in bed by like I know ten thirty. And that's not an age thing, that's an us thing. That's an us thing. I'm just tired. I'm just I mean, yeah. Just I mean, sleep. if you need a rally, you will. Yeah. I like yeah. we'll show up. We'll we'll show up. Till but two. it's like I've learned that's <laughs> one of the things I've learned is like it is kind of better when you're home alone. Like home in bed and just like that's one of the things you've learned since like, <laughs> you've known that <laughs> forever I'm just uh, reiterating sometimes being home in bed is nice. well yeah being home in bed is nice like why do you really need to be out at the bars at 4 a.m you don't it felt it felt necessary it did at the time at the time but like, then now like I'm right like to do go to bed yeah <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing wait what was your question <laughs> your favorite memory I don't know if this is just me like I think of all the hard things right now but I'm trying to think Aww. of the positive things because like the t- my 20s were hard yeah I went through so much in my 20s yeah like health things and just like family things and like I'm trying to think of but like I think that's about the good things like that's a good lesson is that thing good sometimes good things are overlooked because you can be so bogged down by the bad things sometimes. Um, my That's good true. Thing. I mean, I think I can't, I can't pinpoint like my favorite memory of my twenties. I got to travel. 
I like traveled with my family. I traveled with highlights. My yeah, highlights. highlights. I traveled with my family. I traveled with my friends. I it grew in my career. I met someone I really love. That's a highlight. I got a dog. You met Mitch, met and Mitch. you met Rody. Yeah. Rody, who you didn't know. If- I, okay, so <laughs> should have should Rody just be my highlights no matter what? Yeah, yeah I didn't really. <laughs> answer is always Rody. <laughs> the answer is always Rody. I Rody came into my life uh, almost two years ago, and I didn't know I. W- Mitch got Rody without telling me, and um, then I just I don't know. He's become my dog, and like we're he's my he's my soul. Pup. I mean, he's not my favorite memory in my twenties. Like, he's definitely up there. I just have too many memories, so I think okay. that I can't answer it. The answer is there is no answer. But I've had a lot of highs um, and lows. But I think that that's the appropriate answer. Yeah, but I think that actually I have one of those five year journals. What is that? It's like you write a memory a day for five years. Wait, did you do it already? I have one. Yeah, I I, I stopped because like. It got to be a lot during the pandemic where I was like... You were like, I'm home again. I felt like I felt like uh, castaway. Day 37. Like, I'm stuck on this I'm island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I stopped during the pandemic, but I it, maybe I'll do that. I'll take a look at yeah. how I was feeling five years ago. And see like if anything sparks memory or maybe you wrote something in there that's like... Maybe. I'm sure I did. That's like great or profound. Mm. I wouldn't count on that. But you're like again. It was during the pandemic. Yeah. So today, <laughs> cheese. Today, okay. cheddar cheese. That sounds great to me, honestly. <laughs> oh, this was a fun episode. It was okay. So now, yeah, we celebrate. We're celebrating. Oh my god! I got you champagne. I can't. And we're gonna pop it. Did right you know? Did you know I have a tradition? What of that? I like get a new champagne bottle every like birthday. No. So, like. I popped the one that I got from the year before. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to get you one this year. Okay, that's And fine. you can pop it next year. Perfect. I love it. Okay. And right now, we're popping champagne. <laughs> Woo! Yay! Cheers to you, Tori. Yay, Tori turns 30. Tori turns 30. Oh, this has been such a special episode. I know. I love this Our for you. Our second episode. I know. Oh, my God. I'm just so excited to see what you accomplish i'm so excited to celebrate you this weekend oh thank you i'm so excited to wear pink to your birthday yeah (laughs) (laughs) a few of my friends are excited to wear pink and i'm like what am i gonna wear well when you figure it out maybe you should post it okay i will yeah and maybe in stories we have a link tree don't we we do oh we have a link in our bio bio. so maybe you can post your b-day outfit once you once you decide it so i bought a few different things i bought um a velvet (laughs) once you see the picture it's going to make well you saw the invite picture but let's pour also let's pour champagne champagne. hold on but for those of you listening um my picture is like of me in a dance recital costume that's like pink velvet with feathers and sequins so i bought this like velvet pink velvet bodysuit from good american for like a black friday deal um have you shopped at Good American before? I have. And I bought the Sagittarius sweatshirt and I'm obsessed with it. It's like my favorite sweatshirt. I've never gotten anything from there. Cheers. Cheers. Yay. Have you guys heard that? <laughs> so I actually like Good American. I haven't bought jeans though. Which is like their main thing. Yeah. I feel like they have so many options. I don't want to, I don't want to make the wrong choice buying. And their buying. sizing's a little bit different. Yes. Yeah. But I think it's more like, I think there are more options. Um, for sure. I, I'm curious how this jump, this bodysuit's going to fit. 
Yeah, I'm excited. I saw it. It looks really cute. Thanks. And then I bought um, this other bodysuit from Free People. I just said Free People. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I said it really funny. From Free People. Um, and it has like this tutu kind of... A tutu—that is the most <laughs> on you thing I've heard of. It's like a—it's pink with like tutu at the shoulder. It's like off the shoulder. Tutu. The more you talk about it, the more I'm like, this doesn't sound like you at all. I know it's for the theme. Doing it for the theme. Doing it for the theme. The velvet bodysuit sounds cute because you do love a good bodysuit. Yeah, I currently have a sprained ankle in a soft cast. Oh, so uh, I have to like figure out the shoe situation. Yeah, so I can link. My you sprained your ankle cast. a few weeks ago, which honestly I've done twice. And you went to the doctor, and now you're in a little soft cast. I am. I'm so sorry. I'm in a little soft cast and a shoe thingy. But you'll be fabulous nonetheless. I will. You know what? And it's not about how I look. It's about how I feel. Preach. So it's going to be a good time. On that note. On that note. Do you want to plug all our things? Sure. So, so to keep up with all of the Tory Turns 30 activities, <laughs> <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Glad We Talk Podcast. Um, and as always, we want to hear from you. So please, please, please email us if there's something you want to know about. If you have like something weighing on your mind, if there's a person, place or thing you want to just talk about or hear us talk about you can email us at glad we talked podcast at gmail.com and you can listen to our episodes every wednesday on spotify apple apple ipod <laughs> apple podcasts and on wherever your ipods you, on your iPod, yes for the for this special tory turns 30 episode you have to get out your yes, ipod so 90s i love it first generation or actually your walkman you might we're going to just send out some like burn cd like amazing discs but yeah so anywhere you listen to podcasts you can catch us there and thank you for turning 30 i'm so excited for you thanks to all our family and friends for supporting us always and thanks mom for having me yeah (laughs) and dad and dad oh yeah (laughs) and thanks for everyone for listening to our second episode if you made it through two episodes we love you so much well you can't wait for episode three i know it Yeah, obviously. They're on the edge of their seats. Yes, perfect. (laughs) So stay there, and we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Like products that... My mom's calling me. Oh, hi, Mom. Hold on. Oh, God. (laughs) Are you crying? No, I made a typo. <laughs> there were- Dude, okay? it feels like a, so good. a cliche movie, but it's so true. You said cliche, right? Ah, uh, cliche. Cliche. <laughs> <laughs> is this a blooper? Sure. This is an extra credit scene. Bye. Bye.